Welcome to How Do You Write? I'm your host, Rachel Heron. On this podcast, I talk to authors about how they write, what their process is, and how their lives fit together. I'll keep each episode short so you can get back to writing. Hi, writers. Welcome to episode number 36 of How Do You Write? I'm Rachel Heron, and I'm really glad you're here today. Today, I am talking with the amazing Anna Dugan who I read an essay by her online and it just flipped my brain right out. Um, the link for that essay will be in the show notes. I encourage you to come look at that. Um, she's a friend of a friend, so I got her for the show and it was just delightful to talk to her. Um, yeah, so I know that you're going to enjoy that. A little update on my week before we jump into that. It, um, it has been poorly planned. My whole idea right now is to try to get better at planning and I don't know how it is that I feel like I'm getting worse but um I knew this week was coming I knew it was on the calendar and somehow I shut my brain to um I just shut it down I shut it down I didn't want to know it was coming and then uh instead of planning my week on Sunday like I usually do I planned it on Monday because it was a holiday so I was kind of taking a little bit of time off although I did work on Monday and I was you know writing it out in my bullet journal and I just went oh crap it's this week um so I didn't see coming a reading on Friday night at a literary salon. I didn't see coming Stitches West. I'm doing a signing there on Sunday. Uh, I didn't see coming the class, the all-day class that I'm teaching at Stanford on Saturday, um, which is normally not a problem. I'm just going and teach it. Uh, but this class is a new class. I have not developed it yet. So um, I have all the information. I know all the stuff. I'm 100% confident in teaching a class on how to plot your novel because I'm good at it. Um, but I need to, I need to put all that stuff together. So um, that's what I've been working on this week, and um, that is that's pretty fun. I actually like doing that. And the nice thing about pulling this particular class together, um, it's a one day class out at Stanford, um, but I'm also going to be offering it on my website as a class that you can take if you'd like um, on how to plot your novel because plotting is something that really defeated me for a very long time. Uh, whenever I was stuck, I would just add more action. I would add more plot, um, add more things happening, which is not the best way to go. You end up with a very awkwardly weighted box of things inside your book. And um, and so I'm looking forward to teaching that. Uh, but it did kind of derail my week because I just, I, I wasn't planning well. Um, one thing though I got right is that uh, on the recommendation of a friend, I got from the library this book called Rest. If you're watching on the video, this is what it looks like. Rest. It's called Rest, Why You Get More Done When You Work Less. It's by Alex Sujung Kim Pang. Um, I will also put the links in the show notes for that, but it's, I've really been enjoying it. It's um, a very quick read, and it is about how important rest is to creativity. We can't we can't do this gig without that without good rest, without letting our bodies and our minds have time to process what we're doing. Um, that counts. That, that applies to you if you are doing creative work full-time or whether you're doing it part-time. Um, it might even be more important when you're doing it part-time and juggling another job. And I know that I'm very guilty at 
burning the candle at both ends and, you know, you run out of candle and I typically fall into a migraine. My body just takes me out at the knees. It doesn't give me any choice, which is not ideal. Um, so I'm really trying to get better at this whole resting thing. And the book is fascinating. Uh, but, you know, it talks about naps and sleeping and um, walking, letting your body do, air quote, mindless close air quote, things, so that you let your subconscious do a lot of the work uh, in the background. There's science that he quotes is amazing. Uh, I would love to quote it to you, but of course my brain has already forgotten all the 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 detail details. Um, but I know that I'm trying to sleep more. I'm trying to give myself a few more breaks rather than beating myself up, which I am very good at doing. And perhaps you are good at doing too. So I encourage you to buy the book rest, uh, get it from your local library like I did. Um, and do think about it. We do get in this trap as writers that we feel like we've missed the boat, that it's just too late that we're starting too late in our lives or all the good ideas have been taken. Or if you start a book now, it won't be published for, you know, two, three, four years. Well, yeah, you know, those two, three, four years though, they're going to go by anyway. At the end of two, three, four years, do you want to have a book? Do you want to have four books? The time will pass. We need to grab it, but we also need to think about how to do that healthily, how to do this for the long run. Because like we always say, we always talk about it's a marathon, not a sprint. Um, so I really recommend that. I think I got a whole ton out of, out of reading this book and everything else is going well. The thriller, uh, I'm at like 35,000 words and I didn't write today because I was working on the class. Um, but I'll write again tomorrow. It's still going okay. I haven't heard back from my agent yet on what she thinks about the first 25,000 words. So fingers crossed. Um, but yeah, it's super fun. I'm really liking the writing. And everything else is good. So let's just jump into the interview. Enjoy Anna Dugan. I know you will. And I'll talk to you soon. Hey, writers. I've got a couple of slots open for coaching. I'm pretty passionate about writing, as you may be able to tell, and I've got a proven track record of helping writers move from people who only dream about writing to people who finish books. Whether you need simple accountability or a partner in your journey to publication, I'd be more than happy to talk to you about your needs. Find out more at rachelherron.com slash coach. Now enjoy the interview portion. All right. Well, I would love to welcome today, Anna Dugan. Hi, Anna. Hi, Rachel. Hi there. Let me give you a little introduction. Anna Dugan is a writer, dancer, and mother of three with one on the way. Congratulations. Thank you. Her writing has also appeared in Hip Mama, The Literary Kitchen, and Arcadia Magazine's online sundries. She was the winner of the 2015 Hip Mama Uncensored, Unchased Readers Writing Contest for her short story, Fires. She lives in Portland, Oregon. Welcome. Thank you. Thanks for having me. So glad you're here. You came on my radar when um, our mutual friend, Carrie Luna, who has been on the show before, uh, tweeted a link to your piece at Actual Space, and it was called How to Breathe in a Tunnel. And I tell you what, it absolutely knocked me out. Absolutely knocked me out. Your your prose and your use of the language was just incredible. I almost fell out of bed. 
And uh, I immediately was tweeting Carrie, you know, do you know this person? Can I get her for the show? And so I'm a big, big fan now. So thank you for that. Thank you for sharing that. I will put the link to that piece in the show notes, listeners, as well. Thank you. Thank you so much. Of course. Well, this show is all about process. So because we all kind of like to talk about that, let's let's jump in and talk to you about yours. Uh, What is the best time of day for you to write and where? Well, it changes. Um, so usually it's best for me to write late at night. Mm-hmm. Um, we have three small kids and one on the way, as you mentioned. Um, so usually after all the kids are in bed, like maybe when it's nine thirty, ten, then I really feel like I can get my computer out and the house is quiet and I can make some tea and start writing. Are you a natural night owl? Is that where you... I am a night owl. I'm not a morning person at all. So I don't think early morning would work for me it's hard enough to get up and get kids to school so I don't think I could write (laughs) during that time um but I just kind of got into the habit of writing late at night just because that was the time that I could write and um you know when kids were babies I would be nursing with one hand and like typing on the computer with the other in the middle of the night you know if I had some time that sounds Um, so hard (laughs) So I do now my youngest is in preschool half of the week. So I have some daytime writing time, but I can't really write at home because if I'm at home, you know, I see that dishes could be done or laundry. It's just really hard for me to separate that. So I have to go to a coffee shop. And so if I go to a coffee shop, I have a place in Portland that I like and I have my, my favorite table and my thing that I like to order. And then then I can do some writing there. Don't you hate it when you get to the cafe and that favorite table is taken yes. by somebody who just doesn't deserve it? You know, they're like talking business talk on their <laughs> on their Skype or whatever. <laughs> cool. And how do you write? Are you longhand, computer? Um, so for ideas, I have my notebook that I carry everywhere, which I'm sure a lot of writers say um that goes everywhere with me and if i'm out and about and i have an idea for a title or just an image or a little bit of dialogue then that goes in my notebook um and sometimes it's hard to decipher especially if i get an idea from a dream that i've had i don't Mm -hmm. know if you've ever woken up and tried to write down a dream Mm -hmm. and then later you tried to read it and you just can't tell what it was it doesn't ring any (laughs) bells at all yeah (laughs) Um, so I write a lot in that notebook and then I also sometimes will use the notes function in my phone mm-hmm. if I'm out just like need to put something in really quickly and then um, when I actually start my drafts then I do it on the computer and I usually just do it in a word in word document. this is something that yeah. occurs to me right now and I haven't thought to ever ask this on the show but I wonder if millennials and younger We'll do it. Those the writers who come out of that generation. I wonder if they will do it a little bit differently. Will they use notebooks less frequently? Will they really be into capturing everything on their notes function in their phone? I wonder um, if there are any millennials listening. Go to the website and and leave a comment because I would. That's actually a really interesting. I would like to know the answer to that. Um, how do you refill their creative well for yourself? Oh, there's a lot of things. So I love to get out in nature. I love to just hike or walk in the woods, um, or I love to go to a museum. I love anywhere where I can kind of be still and just observe things, mm. have some quiet. Um, and then I also love dance. Of course, that's mm. my background. So I love to dance, even if it's just a dance party with my family at the house. Um, and I love to travel. 
and just kind of see different places and see different people, even if it's a little weekend road trip, just to kind of get out of the house and get out of Portland and get a change of scenery. I find that really inspiring. That's awesome. And what is the worst writing advice you've ever been given? Hmm. Um, I think the worst is, I found this really discouraging. It was that if you don't have a big social media presence, then Mm. you can't be published. And I just think that is unnecessary advice and discouraging. I think it's heartbreaking. Yeah. Like, how do you you start that? You know, that's, that's a really great point. Right. And I feel, I don't know. I mean, I have mixed feelings about social media because I see some of the positives, but I, there's also a lot of things about it that I don't like. But I think, um, especially if you're just starting out to hear that, you kind of feel like, oh, okay. Right. Yeah. That whole thing that you already need your platform built before you yeah. do anything is, is crap. So right. thank you for saying that. Yeah. <laughs> what secret writing tip of awesomeness did you discover the hard way? The hard way... Um, that's a really good question. I think one for me was when you're writing, do not, um, write thinking of other people and how your writing will be received. And I think about when I was a kid and I would, you know, write stories and plays that I would force my siblings to act in. Um, you know, I wasn't writing and creating them thinking, will everyone love this? Is everyone going to think this is great? I just was doing it just because... I was inspired and I wanted to do it and I loved the process of writing. And I think when I got older, there was a little bit of, um, as I was writing, thinking, well, how, how will people receive this? Can I say this? And um, once I let that go, then I just felt much more free to write the things that I wanted to write and not worry so much about what happens down the road. To that point, how, how do you let that go? How, how have you been able to, to do that? Because sometimes I find it very hard to step out of my own way and worrying about, especially sometimes particular people. There'll be one person that I think, my God, if they ever read this book, you know, how do you, how do you get right. out of your own way? I think, you're, I think I'm always working on that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think some of it just comes with practice. You know, I think when I first, before I had published anything, when I was first trying to get an essay published, when I first started submitting things for publication, I was much more aware of it. Um, and then I think the more that I wrote and just continuing with that practice and building my confidence, then I felt more like I'm writing this for me because this is coming from my heart. And this is what I need to say. And this is the story that I'm telling. And so um, just kind of slowly over time got easier for me to do. But I still have to work on it. That makes me feel a little bit better. (laughs) Can you give us a quick craft tip of any sort? Yeah. So one thing that I love to do, I am really inspired by music. Mm -hmm. I actually write to music a lot. So um, I often will make playlists for different pieces. Mm -hmm. So if I hear a song and I think, you know, like this just feels like the piece that I'm writing right now um i'll just kind of make a playlist and then if i'm driving in the car i can't be writing that second i'll listen to that particular Uh. playlist and i'll name them after my different pieces you know so that i'm kind of like always incubating ideas um so even if i can't actually be typing or writing i can be like hearing the music that's inspiring me that's awesome thanks i i like it and i also keep um a file on my computer of just inspiration so if i see 
a picture that inspires me or um, read an article or an art piece, I'll just kind of save those in a file on my computer so that I can look through them and just kind of always have that inspiration going. That is so smart. And it seems like I should have thought of that one. And I never have. Thank you. Thank you for that. It's like it's like what I would use Pinterest for if I was a better Pinterest user. Oh, and right. I, you know, but I'm not. So <laughs> on really bad days, what other profession do you wish you had? You couldn't write. I would love to just plan parties or do event planning. Really? That's like I... a nightmare for most people. <laughs> oh, really? No, I love it. And I, it's actually kind of a family joke because I always have loved it since I was a little kid. And actually when I was, I want to say maybe nine or 10, I tried to start a party planning business. Oh my it was like a total failure. But I, I had this binder and I would come up with themes. So I would write you know, art party. And I would write down, this is what the menu will be. And these are the activities we'll do. <laughs> I made this binder of maybe 10 party themes. And then I would take it around to neighbors and try to get them, not maybe their party planner. And nobody really wanted to hire me, but there was finally one neighbor who I think felt sorry for me. And so she paid me $10 to come <laughs> be a clown at her daughter's party. <laughs> oh my God, I'm dying. <laughs> but I just love, I mean, I love, every aspect of planning a party. So I think that do you, might be it. I love every aspect of planning a trip. Like I love just lying in bed and thinking about packing my suitcase. Do you, but sometimes I almost feel like it's more fun to plan a trip than go on it. Do you also enjoy the parties when they're happening? I might actually like planning them more. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I totally understand. That. <laughs> That's awesome. And yeah. it's an answer I've never gotten before. <laughs> If you were starting over as a brand new writer now, what would you, what advice would you give yourself, baby, baby Anna writer? Um, well, it's kind of, kind of similar to what we were talking about. I would say just if you want to write, write all the time and, and allow yourself to write really messy things and rough things and things that, you know, are crap and um, write as much as you can without worrying about what's going to happen, you know, to this piece, right, without trying to write the perfect piece right yeah. away, because that doesn't happen. It's funny, I heard that so much when I was younger, and I just didn't, I didn't internalize it either. I wish that I had believed it. Yeah, me too. What would you like to plug right now? What would you like to tell us about? Where can we find you? Uh, well, so my website is AnnaDugan.com, and so all of my published essays and short stories I keep on there, so that's a good place to find everything. Awesome. Perfect. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you for talking to us. Yeah. And I hope that you get a little bit of writing time before the kids home, come home from school. Yeah. Thank you. I will. <laughs> Thanks so much, Anna. Talk soon. Thanks. Bye. Bye. Thanks so much for joining me on this episode of How Do You Write? You can reach me on Twitter, Rachel Heron, or at my website, rachelheron.com. You can also support me on Patreon and get essays on living your creative life for as little as a buck an essay at patreon.com slash Rachel, spelled R-A-C-H-A-E-L. And do sign up for my free weekly newsletter of encouragement to writers at rachelheron.com slash write. Now go to your desk and create your own process. Get to writing, my friends. <laughs>